Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl Rachel Real coming to you with another episode of You Ain't Crazy. You Ain't Crazy is a podcast where I give support to people who have been abused and confused in a narcissistic relationship. You might be a victim, you might be a survivor. I'm here to give you clarity amongst all of the other people who are doing likewise. I feel that when you have knowledge, knowledge is definitely power and it will help you understand what it is you're going through so that you will hopefully do the work to get out of the situation so that you can have a better life. You can live a better life with a clear mind. So here we go. You might hear, I do these walks and talk, walk and talks, so you probably will hear the birds in the background, crickets, cars driving by, people greeting, me out of breath because I'm walking and talking. So just enjoy it. <laughs> so here we go. Today I'm going to talk about trauma, exactly what that is, what it looks like, what you need to do with it, things of that nature, some of the issues that comes when you're not addressing your trauma, which happens so often. I think very often people don't even realize. Like I said, I'm giving my opinion. Um, that's my disclaimer as a certified life coach as well as a survivor. It's my opinion. So this is not, oh, this is factual, but research shows some of this stuff is factual. So again, chew the chicken and spit the bone out. So with trauma, trauma is just bad experiences. You know, I'm going to put it in layman's terms. It's a, an experience, a disturbing experience that can be very distressing. Pretty much what we all dealt with dealing with the pandemic. I don't think anyone, unless you came, you've come from some, perhaps a third world country or something like that. I'm not sure, but I know in my lifetime and many, many, many others, and definitely in the U.S., we're the administration to the pandemic, you know, with the whole uh, COVID virus and things of that nature, that was traumatizing in itself. Seeing all of the people dying, seeing your loved ones go, seeing friends go, and just anxious, like, okay, is it going to happen to me? Am I next? Is this, am I going to get this godforsaken virus? And what's going to happen to me, like just the anxiousness and the anxiety. And even if you survived it, it still, still was traumatizing. So you're going to have a lot of people dealing with that post-traumatic situation, PTSD, you know, just dealing with that. And unfortunately, you probably have a lot of people who think that, you know what? Hi, good morning. You know what? I'm okay. I survived it, I'm fine. And that happens so often where we don't even realize that we've been traumatized. And I say that to say certain situations that has happened in a person's childhood, which I believe we have all had a traumatizing experience as a child. I don't care if it was a bug from a person doing something to a child that traumatized you. and. It was never dealt with, so calculate it. Calculate how many times you've had disturbing, disturbing experiences. It could have been, even been a death of a loved one. Um, so it's not always, oh, somebody beat you or did some horrible 
act towards you, which that happens a lot. It really does. And I think we downplay it, not really understanding. So what I'm talking about today is one way or another, we've all been traumatized in one way or another. And we have to identify that. We have to identify what that feels like, what happened, at least identify it if you want to heal. And there are so many adults walking around today who has, who's always escaping it. They're always escaping that feeling that they're having. And that's what makes it difficult. It makes it difficult for you to have a healthy relationship with a person if you've never dealt with your trauma, if you've never dealt with the experience or getting any kind or doing any kind of cognitive behavior therapy. Looking into that, guys, we got to start just kind of the same way you work out physically. You got to do it mentally. You got to there's so many resources out there, especially now that's literally at your fingertips that can help you live a better life and be a better person to yourself first and foremost and then to others as well. And you cannot do that if you're not mentally healthy, mentally stable. And you can't be mentally stable if you haven't dealt with your trauma. And I don't care who you are. Very often women will deal with their trauma before a man will. And there's a lot of those issues, especially in our community where people feel like, oh no, I'm okay, oh no, I'm okay. Look, something traumatizing just ha happened to you. You're not okay, you know? I mean, not that you have to go tell someone that they're not okay, but you can tell by their pattern, you can tell by their actions. And that's where a lot of narcissistic traits come from where in their childhood, someone was not there didn't show up emotionally for them, you know, to encourage them, to listen to them, to help them with their experiences. They were either taught to bottle it up, told to shut up, shut up. I don't want to hear it, especially men, you know, where they're supposed to be tough. They're supposed to be strong and just suck every emotion in, suck it all up, not talk about it. So then next thing you know, you grow up and you have that same exact pattern. You're not dealing with your emotions. You're not showing up for your spouse or your significant other or your partner. You're not showing up for them because no one showed up for you. And then you have like this abusive type of personality, which a narcissistic personality is. It's abusive, you know, because it plays on your psyche. It plays on your mental state just to tear you down and leave you thinking that you're crazy. So you have to put the work in to, instead of thinking you're crazy, put the work in, do your necessary research to understand exactly what it is. That way you don't have to take it personal. And you'll know, because it makes no sense, you won't keep engaging and explaining and things like that um, with individuals who are doing this against you. We're trying to put you in the, this cycle of abuse as it relates to love bombing you, devaluing you, discarding you, and then hoover you back in, suck you back in to do it all over again. And that's the cycle of abuse. So the more you understand it, you'll re recognize and not stay in denial that no, this is a pattern, this is a problem, and it's not healthy for me. 
So I have to start doing, I need to start doing whatever I have to to get out of the situation to save my child so that they have a better chance and not repeat the cycle. They have a better chance at living a healthy life and you showing up for them emotionally so they're not stuck in the same pattern or the same cycle as they're trying to grow up. You know, we can put a stop to this, this abuse. It's just crazy. Again, with uh, people walking around normal, okay, I can't tell you, oh my gosh, it happens so, so often where you know somebody has had a traumatic experience. We all have had a traumatic experience just where, just this pandemic alone, so people definitely can't say they never had one, because if you ain't had one before, you had it definitely with the pandemic. I think everybody had a piece of anxiety, you know, dealing with this thing, not wanting to go places, not wanting to keep your doctor's appointments, you know, am I going to, you don't, you felt like you needed to just stay in a bubble. It's just crazy with so much that's going on. And even with our country not having the right guidance and leadership during that period, you know, didn't help it. And news reporters like terrifying you with every piece of data they want to show you. It was just crazy where you had to get a handle on it so that you wouldn't lose your mind, basically. And then you come out of it for a few months and then back into it again, just up and down. That's trauma. It's a disturbing experience. And that's what trauma is, a disturbing experience. And I feel that once we recognize what trauma is and understanding when you have it, you need to deal with it instead of saying, oh, yeah, I had a disturbing experience, but it's all good. I'm fine. I'm fine. And never seek out therapy or counseling with a licensed practitioner. Someone, because they're not all created equal, don't think that you can call a therapist and be like, oh, yeah, that's the one for me. No, you got to feel it. You have to feel the energy that you feel like, or even a life coach, which is what I am. You feel the connection because it's not always a good match. Every life coach or counselor and therapist is not always a good match for a person you gotta talk interview and see if it's a good match and if it's not you need to keep looking and then also look into some of the self cognitive behavior therapy and CBT therapy look into that so that you can learn different techniques that you can do on your own which is what a therapist will usually give you even after your sessions it depends on how intense your situation is or if you don't have the money, the insurance probably won't pay for it. If you don't have that, then you're going to have to do this stuff on your own. But at the end of the day, you've got to do some kind of therapy. It's just like not having a personal trainer. There are exercises you can do on your own or you can look up to do in order to get your body to look a certain way or to lose whatever pounds you're trying to lose, burn whatever calories you're trying to burn. You do that on your own. So figure out how to do some cognitive therapy on your own or get whatever licensed professional or that you can that you can afford or again get some life coaching services you know that's even a lot of the times affordable as well do something to deal with it start by identifying that feeling that feeling that's different that's disturbing that may have scared you you know it can be bugs you might be may have been traumatized by a bug biting you or something a spider or you know I know I don't like I'm terrified of snakes and spiders things like that so it's like that's traumatizing to me like to even see one come my way it's like ah 
you know, it's one of those things where it's very scary or so it's that it's that feeling that even if you're in a relationship and you have that experience where it's like your brain goes into that flight or fright, fright, flight, flight, fright, either or, you know, like you're terrified, leave, run, go to safety. Your body will let you know when things are happening. You got to listen to your body when you're when it's telling you different things. If you're if your brain is healthy, it'll tell you what's going on. And you have your brain in your head, you have your brain in your stomach and your gut. So it's like you can feel it. You can feel the anxiety. And when you're having that, you need to address it, call it out. You know, think of the best approach to handle it with common sense. You know, should I stay? Should I go? If somebody's beating the hell out of you, I don't think you need to ask yourself that question. Should I stay? You already have the answer. No, you should not stay if somebody's putting their hands on you. No, you should not stay if somebody's mentally abusing you. If somebody's always having you question your reality, should you stay? No, that's abusive. And it's going to wear you down at some point because if they're not going to stop, and you can't make anybody stop, but you can surely show them how to treat you by not tolerating it. So when it's, should I stay or should I go? There's your answer. Anything that's not healthy for your mental state, it's not helping you. You need to get out of the situation and you need to plan your exit. You know, a plan. You got to come up with a plan, a strategy on exactly how you're going to move, what you're, how, how you're going to move, what you're going to do, which way to do it, what's best. Definitely, if you have children involved, you have to plan, plan, plan instead of just jumping up, but you surely don't stay in a situation that's traumatic for you. And most people know what anxiety is, what it means to be anxious, what it means when something is disturbing. And even if you made it through it, you know, you survived it, you got away, you ran away, someone helped you, whatever the case may be, even if it's death, you know, any traumatic experience that has happened, you have to deal with it and make sure that you are mentally okay because sucking it up, not addressing it is not healthy. And time out for that type of upbringing, just because uh, you have a, a, a boy and you're raising that boy, he can't feel, he can't cry, he's not allowed to cry, he's, allowed, he's not allowed to express his emotion what and you wonder what's going to happen when he gets older how will he learn how to express his emotions you know but a female can it's okay for her to cry and you might have some households where they don't want anybody to show any kind of emotions that's not healthy that's not right you know both genders should always be able to express who they are let those babies grow up and be who they are if they hurt let them cry Ask them, do they want to talk about it? Give them a safe space to talk about it. You know, that's the traumatic experience. It starts in childhood. Because you have these adults who are raising these kids where they act as if one gender can feel and the other one can't. And usually it's the man who, the boy who's not allowed to feel. So then he has to be taught or teach himself, okay, I know when I have this feeling, I must suppress it. And so while he's developing, you're stunting his growth. You stunted his growth. You stunted his emotional growth. So now what? What do you think is going to happen 
as that little person continues to grow and develop and the one who's responsible for them, who's in charge of them, stunted their growth. Their emotional intelligence growth got stunted. So you have a 50-year-old or a 40-year-old or a 60-year-old who acts like a 10-year-old and you wonder why. Because their, their emotional intelligence growth got stunted. Because that parent or whoever was responsible for them did not show up emotionally. They weren't there to support them. They weren't there to listen to them. They weren't there to comfort them. They just had to bottle it all up and keep it to themselves. Whether it was happy, sad, mad, glad, anything, any anything that's similar. Whether it was any of that, they weren't allowed to be expressive. Can you imagine someone trying to just a kid trying to express themselves and being told shut up and go sit down are you kidding me what do you think you're breeding a narcissist you're breeding a narcissist and then you wonder why and a very person who raised you will be the very person or the very person who caused that nonsense will be either your enabler or talking against you your enemy one or the other take a pick and that's the unfortunate part So then you have a whole bunch of people who really need a lot of therapy because no one talked about this stuff in the past. They didn't talk about what trauma is, what does it look like, you know. They try to make it so deep when it's a disturbing experience. And when you understand, very so many people don't even realize they've been traumatized because it's so natural and it seems normal. You know, especially certain communities where people are always dying. It's almost like getting shot or something like that is such a norm they become numb to it you know sickness is such a norm drug abuse and alcohol abuse is such a norm they don't even look at it as being traumatized when in reality they have been and you can tell by their personality that that person has been traumatized and they have not dealt with their trauma and very often in our black community that happens very often especially in your underserved communities where people just don't take health that serious like that because they have too many other things to worry about. Or, like I said, the behavior is such is, is such a thing where it happens, toxic behavior happens. Hi, how are you? It happens on a regular, on a daily basis that it's never dealt with. It's just the norm. You know, try, and here I'm speaking out about it and I hope others will too. To understand helping people to understand help them to understand when they've been traumatized what does it look like you know what did that disturbing experience look like and address it you know mom or dad taking an overdose or getting murdered in front of you or a sibling dying in your arms and you're 10 years old and there's no one there to comfort you it's traumatizing and a child doesn't even get a chance to go into therapy because they're taught to get over it, move past it. And then next thing you know, they are a full grown adult and still just as clueless and just never dealt with it. And so they become numb. They become numb to people's feelings. They get in these relationships and just as numb as all outdoors, you can be shedding some tears in front of them and they're looking at you like like you're crazy. Like what's wrong with you? or have no clue how to comfort you or how to show compassion or how to show empathy, you know? 
they have no clue how to feel something that they've never felt. And they're looking at you like, what? What's wrong with you? Get it together. You know, and unfortunately, this stuff happens over and over and over again. Unfortunately, it just does where people just don't deal with their trauma. Nine times out of 10 as a kid, they weren't allowed to. So now they are adults. So the message today, and I like to use the word very often, trauma, 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 because, and if I sound like I'm out of breath, it's because I am walking up a hill. But yeah, it's so unfortunate that we just don't talk about this stuff enough or we downplay it. And I'm just tired of seeing the same pattern over and over and over again, because as you're trying to help people who are adults, it's like this, these narcissists are being breaded every day, you know, because people are doing the exact same thing. And I almost want to say it's because they don't know any differently. There are those who do it spitefully, but very often they don't know what the hell they're doing. And they're making these babies, having these babies and raising them doing the exact same thing not there emotionally for them not showing up or doing the exact same thing have a boy he can't show his emotions he can't express himself he can't tell you when he's hurting tell you when he's sad so his he has no emotional intelligence he's not learning how to regulate his emotions because he's taught to suppress them so what is that going to do where that young man can't even develop the way that he should. And then you wonder when things happen that they react. They, they react instead of thinking because their emotional intelligence is little to none. They don't have it. And then you're a grown adult who can't regulate your emotions. And there you go with narcissistic abuse because they're gonna take that same situation and put it on somebody else. And somebody else and somebody else. They don't care because they're empty. And back again, it started as a child. That's where it comes from, as a child. And you can't, you can't show up for somebody else if no one ever showed up for you emotionally. You're going to feel numb to it. And that's the issue with narcissists, with them having the lack of empathy. They may look like they're showing it. But deep down inside, they're so empty and it's dark and gloomy and they're insecure that they're not feeling what you're feeling. They've just learned how to mimic it after a certain period of time, years. They've perfected how to put on a mask, which is why it's a mask, because it's not permanent. They just know how to act like they're, they're showing empathy. Those who even get to that point, some just don't show it at all. But very often a covert narc will come across as if they are empathetic, but it's a mask. If you look at the pattern, you might not, you might not know it firsthand or at first, but if you stick around them long enough, they'll show you. People will show you exactly who they are. It's just up to us if we want to believe it, which is why it's important to put this information out there. It's important for people to put the work in, to listen and do the research. I'm not the only content creator talking about this issue um, I'm just doing my part that people will listen to somebody so that they can live a healthier life and they can teach other people as well 
that they come across, you know, to have a conversation, not to bash them or shame them, but have conversations with your loved ones when you see that same bullshit happening with specifically with our young men, you know, or, or adults who feel the need to curse out a little kid, curse him out, a three-year-old. I've seen that. And it's like, I knew I had to get myself together, but I'm like, did you just curse that little kid out like that? And it's so unfortunate because again, you should be teaching them. This is the time for you to show up for that child emotionally. You know, if that child is having a tantrum, talk to them to try to redirect that energy, show them how to redirect that negative energy, you know, help them to develop in that way instead of beating them, cursing them out, telling them to shut up, like doing the most where it's almost like a punishment to a child to express their trauma. Very often, especially in the black community for us. And I've seen it as a child. I've seen it growing up, I've seen it when I was raising my children. Thank God I did not do that. You know, if a child is having an issue, hear them out, you know, talk to them so they can express themselves and they can identify what that feeling is that they're feeling and know how to redirect it in a positive light and not be shamed for having a feeling where you're traumatizing your child over and over and over again. Because that child is going to grow up and what are you teaching them? What are you teaching them? To not address pain, to not address hurt, you know? So because they lack that intelligence, that emotional intelligence, they may grow up and when they do feel hurt, let me fight, let me steal, let me hurt somebody else. That old saying where people say, oh, hurt people, hurt people. That doesn't have to be true. You know, that's that thing where people have a lack of emotional intelligence. They don't deal with their trauma. And those are the ones who want to hurt somebody because they're hurt. Because you, you think that that's the only way to address your trauma is let me impose this on somebody else or project this onto someone else. And the cycle goes on and on and on. That's what they continue to do as if that's the answer and it's not. So we have to do better got to talk about it and hopefully stop you know stop traumatizing kids beating them and yelling at them because they're they are expressing you know maybe they had a tantrum talk to them there's a reason teach them how to redirect that and if you don't know how to redirect which you probably don't because you might need some cognitive behavior therapy to learn how to redirect that negative energy towards something positive identifying it, writing it down. What is wrong with writing your feelings down in a journal that's healthy? Write it down, put it in your phone, put it in your phone in the notes section, put it somewhere, but identify it and stop suppressing it, stop ignoring it, acting like it didn't happen, it doesn't exist. Any terrible experience you've had that was traumatizing, even if you think it wasn't traumatizing, and you probably felt a different way. I'm sure you didn't feel like, oh, it's a great sunny day and I'm happy and it's it, nothing disturbing ever happened to me in life. You know, what does a disturbing feeling feels like? You gotta write that down. What does it feel like? Because when you get that feeling again, you're gonna respond and nine times out of 10, you're responding to somebody who never, who didn't cause it. 
you're responding to someone because I had that to happen in a relationship. Whereas I was getting getting the backhand from my spouse at the time because of the shit that happened to him before my time that he never dealt with. And he specifically said, I told you people will tell you, tell you how they are and show you as well. You just got to choose to believe them or not. These daggone mosquitoes are no joke. You got to choose to believe them or not. You know, he said that he held on to hurt because he kept it as ammunition when he needed to unleash on someone he already had it in him. And I was like, I said, I did ask him, you think that's fair to the other person? Because if you haven't dealt with your pain or your hurt and you're taking something out on somebody else that may not have meant it in the way that you're feeling it and you're unleashing, that's a bad pattern to have because guess who? You, guess who's getting it? The person who's closest to you. And in this case, I'm your wife. You're giving it to me because I don't have bad intentions for you. But if I trigger something that makes you feel a little off, you're going to come to me and lay me out and bash me because I triggered a feeling that you've never dealt with before. I triggered a tra traumatic feeling that you never dealt before, dealt with before. And so you're now blaming me, you're accusing me, you're now, good morning, how you doing? <laughs> you're accusing me of doing something to you that that was not my intent. I can't tell you how many times that happened where I was like, that's not what I meant. I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean it like that. It was always me apologizing like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. Where'd you get, how'd you get that from that? You know, it could be a facial expression that can trigger someone who has not dealt with their trauma. You make a statement knowing full well you're not trying to offend the person. It wasn't even anything you said that you can make a face like you're a little confused and they're taking it offensively, you know? Like, what you making that face for? I'm trying to think, you know, I don't. So then it's like, they're trying to control your facial expressions. Like, what do you want me to do, get Botox so I can just have one look? You know, come on. It's, it's just crazy. So those are the types of things that happens when you don't allow your children to express themselves or as an adult, you're not expressing yourself. You're not dealing with your trauma, with whatever happened to you. You know, and it happens every single day, all day. So, again, I'm going to round this up. But, yeah, today was today's message was on or about dealing with trauma. And exactly what it is, what does it look like, and addressing it. And definitely allowing your child to be able to express themselves. Stop suppressing, stop causing them, or stop making them suppress their feelings. Stop making these little boys suppress their feelings. It is okay for a boy to cry. It is okay for him to hurt. If he falls and hurt himself, let him cry. Be there for him emotionally. Give him a hug. Give him a kiss. Tell him it's going to be okay. Let's break this thing. Let's break this traumatic experience that we can Break the traumatic experience that doesn't need to happen with these children, especially the young men, but not forgetting the little girls who may have had some situations too. Let her feel safe to come to you, to be able to talk to you without feeling ashamed, without feeling like she's gonna get into trouble. These children shouldn't have to keep feeling like I'm gonna get in trouble if I express myself. They should be able to express themselves. Give them that, show up for them emotionally. 
so that you're not continuing to breed narcissists. You know, because if you don't teach them, I mean, if you don't show them that they can be open and talk to you, you're teaching them that they have to bottle it, bottle, bottle it in. And you know, as an adult, you don't like to bottle your emotions in. So why make them bottle their emotions in? They don't even know. They ain't been around long enough to even understand how to express. It is the parent's job or the guardian's job, whoever that person is, or whoever they are around, whoever you entrust your child around, should be the person to allow them to express themselves. Wherever they spend the majority of their time, or whoever that person is, should be responsible for making sure they can express themselves. That way, when they do go somewhere else and they need to come to you, they should feel safe. Feel safe to come to your parent and stop this nonsense with, you know, oh, you're a boy, you're, you're, you're a boy, calling a three-year-old man, you're a man, you gotta suck it in, or a 10-year-old, you're a man, you gotta suck it in. He's not a man, he's a boy. He is a boy. And even for the females, she's a girl. I don't even care if she's gotten her, her, uh, uh, her monthly situation yet. She's still a girl, not a woman, a girl. She's still developing. Her brain is still developing. Help these children to start feeling safe instead of constantly breeding narcs. narcs. You gotta stop. And don't let other people make you think you're crazy. Telling you, when you go to caress that child, your child, and they're telling you, oh, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't hug them. What the hell? What do you mean don't hug them? Are you crazy? But you hug the girl? You hug the little girl, but don't hug your son? Stop, don't let nobody tell you that. You hug your son, you kiss your son, men or women. Same with men, you, it's okay for you to give your son a kiss, embrace him, hug him, let him know he's loved, let him know he can trust you, let him know you understand so they can feel safe. And then they will learn how to express themselves. They'll learn how to do that. They'll learn that they don't have to bottle it up. Instead of teaching our boys that you gotta bottle emotions up and that makes you a man. No, it does not. It makes you a coward. Because now you don't know how, you're not learning how to take on situations and redirect that negative energy in a way where you can still be healthy because you dealt with the end. You dealt with it. So again, that's it for me right now. That's all I have. You guys have a fantastic, awesome blessed day and it's been grand until next time peace out rachel real i'm out